Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. Hmm? Huh? What's what's that? I'm just calling over just to you. Calling there. over to me there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. I'm extremely tired. You oh this, yeah? This here this here uh what's the day? Tuesday. <laughs> You are tired. What's going on? Well, what's going on is that this past weekend, Beth and I went to go visit some friends in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, and it was, a, it was a hoot and holler and good time. As but is. I have to tell you, Atlanta, Georgia is just on the line of like far enough to drive. And it at, at, in by by nature, then it is it is really if you're on the line, you're probably too far. And it, it was a long drive with, with the kiddos. With all three. With all the kiddos. I mean, it's a full day. And you look at the GPS and you're like, yeah, what, like six six hours? No no big wolf. But then, of course, you get going. And with kids, you got to like, you got to stop. You got to let them like run around. You got to get lunch. You got potty breaks. You got three-year-old in the back saying, I got to go potty. And you're like, I guess. I guess you probably do. <laughs> if, if this is, is it, is it too embarrassing? I don't want to embarrass Luke at all. Yeah. But there was, there was a photo that Beth sent to our, our group family oh, chat. Yes. Of, of said potty break. There, there were several potty breaks. Yeah. One in particular was uh, particularly hilarious because we just pulled off, you know, on the next exit. And all we really, like we have a little potty in the car that he can just use and then we can just like dump. Be- because he's potty trained. Because he's potty trained. Well, yeah, yeah. No big deal. Um, doesn't require like a stopping at a gas station or anything like that, but we just need to get the car to a parked position. So we get off on one exit and I forget what even college it was. It was this tiny college, but it was like perfectly landscaped and it had the, it was some, uh, it had like these really nice chapels that looked like castles and it was this super picturesque place. And we're like pulling to the parking lot. We're like, we're just going to go to the bathroom real quick. And these students keep pulling up and we're like, don't mind us. Don't mind. It's fine. We're just taking a potty break. <laughs> You know, it's no big deal. No, we just keep on. <laughs> Don't worry walking. about it. But so, like, I'm sitting there, and like, I can see Luke taking a potty break right there on the side of the minivan, and behind him is this like picturesque cathedral, castle, college campus. I'm like, eh, well, this is this is fun. <laughs> Jay, it's just like van life. It's you know? just van it's like, life. It's yeah. like this is this it's is mini what, van life. It's mini van life. Yeah. This is what this is what the 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 grammars don't show you yeah. is you know like it's always you're always seeing that shot of like both sets of legs sort of like sprawled out in front of like you know an ocean canyon wall yeah. at sunset who are the grammars the, but like the the grammars being instagrammers oh, oh, the, i'm sorry i was thinking the grammars were perhaps like a, a, a well-known van life family well in my head now they are they are yeah, the grammars the, the grammars the grammars <laughs> they they love their van they sure man they've taken that van some places and 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 their their uh, ruby colored golden retriever named Golden Graham. Oh. 
what a what a wholesome little family they got going here out on the road, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? But they don't need to stop for pot. Did that? It doesn't sound like the Grammers have kids. Just just old golden. Just just little old Graham. Just little old Graham. Because you know what, Jay? Life is where you park it. Life is where you park. Oh man, that's <laughs> just on the back of every van lifer's van everywhere. I mean, it has to be. Life it is where to. you park it. It's yeah. like that's a fantastic philosophy. I parked mine at this address that doesn't move, so it is also what you're. You're not wrong. <laughs> so yeah, right, yeah. yeah. You you just parked an entire you just keep, structure. Yeah, you just, a bunch of bricks. You just keep parking in new places. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. just I just settled on one. I found right. the one spot that I wanted, and I and now I'm just here. Exactly. But yeah, so maybe maybe uh, Luke someday will have a a, a social media following surrounding. Um, van life his not, van life yeah like not 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 what you expect about van life yeah you yeah know? like the truth about van life and his whole instagram feed will just be like shots of him waist up like obviously it, like if you're in the know you'll know like i know what's happening here but it'll always be in front of like a like a really fancy place right but like right, right. it's like juxtaposed with the activity he's doing exactly 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 yeah yeah, yeah. here's the here's the thing because i i know that at one point in time on the pop i talked a tremendous amount about like my my sort of like uh like escapism desire yeah and in fast like infatuation with uh with the idea of van life right and, and the simplification of it well, i mean we've all thought about it ben <clears throat> have hold on sure you you're hitting me with the element of surprise square in my teeth right, right now. in your teeth. You've thought about van life before. I mean, I, like I've like considered. <sighs> yeah. It's like making my whole day. It's making your whole day. I mean, it seems like a thing that it, my, my most of my take on what uh, van life is, is that like, I mean, I understand the escapism and it seems like a fun like project and a fun challenge or anything. It doesn't sound at all desirable as something to do with three kids or anything. And that's that's very reasonable I <laughs> to me. That. To me, van life is almost more like a like a, a an occasional hobby where like if it, it seems to me that it is presented as if it is a really cheap way to survive out in the world. But to me, I don't, and, and I'm sure it's, there are people who are achieving that level of it, but I, it seems to me that if you really want a van life, what you actually need is a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> I think that they've left the the simple version of it in the quite literal rear view mirror, mm, if you will. Yeah. Um, because you're you're absolutely right. I mean, I think uh, th- there are a couple of things that, I, that I've observed about the van lifers that I've, that I have like spent time investing Investigating and then basically congealing into my mental version of yeah. the Grammar family, yeah, with their with their their golden retriever named Golden Graham, yeah. Um, and it it's there was like kind of this thing that as someone who also makes um, uh, the, the the dreaded c word content mm. for the internet, um, there is like I, Alice and I have like laid in bed and I literally put like opened up YouTube and just searched for van life videos and we've just yeah. been like this is just really fun for us we like super enjoy like looking into it and getting a feel for how these people do it, what they're doing, like what the considerations are and everything. And there is this like one thing that is just so true amongst all of, uh, at least all the people that I have found, which I have to tell you is, is not actually ever subscribing to like one channel, just mostly like observing, right. You know, in the, in the very general sense of things, but it is, it is the van life van tours oh of course you know like you gotta those, give the van tour you gotta give the van tour and it's like every single one of those videos is like lights out i mean it's it is like three plus million views like like just 
very well made, you know, just they're, they're, they're like, that is the video that everybody who was seeking out van life for escapism purposes, that's what they want to see. Like what they want to see is, could I live in this same van? And wow, that's a really clever way that they made this van super nice. Like they, right. they came up with this idea that was that that is unique about this one particular style. Or I, they, they decided, I think secretly this is what people actually are fascinated with about van life is like how how are they doing it? Oh yes, absolutely. You know, like I think the reality of being on the road and being in a new place is like it's very romantic and very like fun to dream about and there is some escapism there but i think when people think about it like if they like the the fun part is figuring out how would i do it maybe not necessarily doing it yeah well and it's funny because i think that there's also something to be said like i think us as a culture uh, are just absolutely fascinated with like before and after photos as yeah, well, you right. know, because I think that we, or like time lapses of mm -hmm. a significant amount of work being done, even yeah. if it's like mowing a lawn or pressure washing a sidewalk, it's like there, there's something so nice about literally getting to watch the entire process happen in like 15, maybe 30 seconds, Yeah, you know, or, or even watching like somebody's like, you know, physical transformation, like, you know, Hey, like I, I was in shape in high school. I went to college. I stopped working out. Now I was trying to pick it back up and here's my six month journey instantly. Right. Like, here's me. Here's me now fit, you know? And it's like what you don't have to endure by getting to watch that like instant snap over transition is day after day after day of like this new diet the commitment getting up early going to the gym the canceling struggles. plans yeah like like all the yeah. stuff that like that like makes it tough and and i think that yeah so i think that van life in a sense is extremely similar i think that like the idea of it to us like you know in air quotes living like you know that that high-paced lifestyle or whatever it's like being able to like slow down you know and like go and be on a beach for the afternoon maybe pull out your laptop and and design a couple of digital artworks right. be beholden to no one just your all of your time is yours right but i i and i have no idea my guess is that it's not as relaxing as you imagine well the the or, thing the, the thing that i have have typically observed in my own personal life yeah. is that almost always i will have like and i i think this could even go back to uh, like your first ever heartbreak. It's like the first time somebody breaks your heart, it is like you, you might be in like a high school relationship or like, like early on in life. And it may have been a relationship that like the other people around you could very easily observe that like the, the chances weren't exactly in favor of, you know, you as a 14, 15, 16 year old in your first relationship. Yeah. Ch the, the chances are not, not never, but that you were going to end up with that person. Right. And so probably like when you went through this, your parents were like, oh yeah, they're going through their first breakup. It's so, you know, like they're right. feeling it. And like the, the thing is, is that they're probably like your parents are probably not taking it as seriously as like maybe a couple of friends who are going through like an actual like divorce, maybe at some point in life. Right. But like the thing is, is that like the heartbreak in both of those situations, I, I is is equally real. Oh, for sure it um, is. Like you as the parent, like obviously you remember going through your first breakup, but now you also have all of the experience after that where you dated other people and you found your, you know, your spouse who you had this child with and you know, everything worked out and it's what you were way happier now than you ever were with your first girlfriend. And like, you know, like this, this, it's not really a big deal, but it's like, 
but it is. It is. It absolutely <laughs> but that pain is. is so very real. <laughs> yes. And 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 I think that the the same thing is true with the the biggest problem that you have to face at any given point in time. And at least for me professionally speaking, it has been the case that like as I graduated college and it sort of immediately like took this this path into business, it has always been the case for me that I've never had like that that like boss, you know, yeah. air quotes boss, like the person who I could like show up one day and they could be like, I'm sorry, like, you know, like this, this isn't working out for whatever reason. And, but like, that doesn't mean that my brain hasn't always assigned that position to the, the number one person who controlled the most amount of like my income. So it's like, it was kind of like right at first I had this one like small restaurant chain here in Roanoke who had like four aquariums. And so it, in the scheme of things, it wasn't this like massive, great, big, um, you know, like, like, I don't know, otherworldly client or anything like that, but it was big enough that like, if that client didn't pay for all four of those accounts, then like, then like my immediate financial situation was, was immediately in danger. Right. And so, you know, like if they didn't pay for, for two, three weeks, a month late, then it was, it was like the fear that I was going to like lose this contract would weigh on me. You know, it's like, it's what would keep me up at night. Like I'd be stressed. I'd be worried. Like, you know, I'd like be trying to do, you know, like this, this is like a client who's actively not paying me for my job. And I would be like attempting to then go above and beyond to do even better. Yeah, why would you be afraid of losing the contract because they hadn't paid in, in or my just mind, because they were not interested in the service that exactly? Okay. Yeah, yeah. With, with the idea basically being like, well, you know, like we, we, we decided it was too expensive. So we, we've been trying to figure out how to tell you or something or or we I've but they still owe you the money. They, they absolutely <laughs> yeah. do. But I, I've also had clients since then where where quite literally at some point in time, they, they made the decision that they didn't want the service anymore and never told me until it was like multiple months late on receiving payment. And it was just sort of like, oh, I see what happened. Like mm-hmm. basically they were just like, well, we're just not going to pay you. But if you keep coming and so anyway, don't do that. That's not nice. That's terrible. <laughs> um, the point is, though, is that like I, I then I graduated from like who this person was in my life kind of like step by step by step. So like at one point in time, I got to the point where like my, my aquarium portfolio, if you will, was big enough that like I, I wasn't so specifically concerned about like this one client anymore. But now like this other relationship dictated terms about like my personal life that if something related to my work went poorly, it would be like maybe maybe like my, my living situation could be disrupted all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, like a, like a landlord type of problem. Right. Um, and the, the idea has been that every single time I've, I've been able to get away from one of these situations, like one of these invented bosses, if you will, mm-hmm. that, that like I've created, not that, right. That they have required or anything like that. Uh, just the person who holds the most amount of my life in their hands. Um, Every single time I've moved on to the next one and they've, they've always been exactly as real as it was before. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, it's like no matter what, even, even today in life, it's like, I still haven't fully escaped this particular problem. Even though now like you're your own boss. Even, even then I was my own boss the whole time yeah. I've been my own boss, sure. but, but there is this like external sort of like I am beholden to something, to someone, to some situation yeah. in, in order to maintain m- my current existence. And, and at times those relationships have been much, much, much better. And at times they've been worse. Um, my, my point is, is as we kind of take this, like this idea and apply it to 
the idea of van life. It's that my expectation is that now all of a sudden the biggest problems that you face attach to what would otherwise on the whole might be a more calm existence yeah. are now those are still your biggest problems all of a sudden. Oh, right, like, right, right, right. Like right. a flat tire is now like if I drove home from work today and I had a flat tire, it would be an inconvenient evening, but not like I, c- I could get home. Alice could come pick me up. Right. You know, like I would call a tow truck, whatever. But if you're out in the middle of the woods of Montana and you get a flat tire and you can't make it to a campground and you're on the side of the road. Right. You know, d- no cell service, can't call, you know, whatever. Yeah. All of a sudden this is like a really big deal. Yes. <laughs> like it very much affects your immediate uh, surroundings for the next 24 to 48 hours probably it's a it's a like it becomes that much more stressful than a flat tire would be in other circumstances yeah i do see what you're saying yeah like just because you have taken away all of the traditional big responsibility things that fill most people's lives that void will just be filled with the new responsibilities however big or small they happen to be as they like scale to van life exactly yeah exactly and and i think that this is basically the case for for all of us in some capacities that we're all faced with with daily challenges and and the ones that you're that you're faced with the reason that they're challenges to you is because they're real you yeah. know like like it, it doesn't matter what the scale of that is whether you know small or big in relative terms to each other you know it's like if if it's your biggest problem it is your biggest problem and therefore probably accounts for a significant amount of stress yes you know one way or another. Oh man. Or, or maybe it's just the case that I shouldn't do van life because I'm obsessed with being stressed about things. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be stressed about things. Yeah. Although on that note, let's segue into the, uh, uh, what is it? The, the, this peaks wicks. Whoa, we're doing it early. Yeah, we're doing it early because okay. the, everything we're describing is very applicable to the book I've been reading okay. recently, uh, which is going to be my hard recommendation. I think everyone should go download this book. Uh, or, you know, buy it, whatever. R- read it in whatever way you read, whether it's listening or with your eyes, like, a, you know, uh, some caveman or something. <laughs> it's true. At this point in time, it's like if I've read a book, I what I mean is I listen I'd to listen a book. I listen to it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But that counts as reading. Okay. Yep. Totally. Yep. Anyway, the book is called um, Project Hail Mary. Does it have to do with the football? It, what? What? No, it does not have to do with football okay. at all. Okay. It is written by a Hail Mary is frequently like a like a last second deep pass. Like, let's just hope they catch it. Yes, yes. Well, okay. the title is still very applicable. Okay. It is written by Andy Weir, who also wrote The Martian. Yes. Yes. Um, which is another great audible download if you uh need a good not book recommendation. But I would say this one has been way more entertaining and way more fun. What? Yes. Than the Martian? Than the Martian. I'm saying it. Better than the Martian. Wh- oh, wow, that like I will tell you that is yeah. Praise. The no. Martian is like one of like my top three audio. It's been so good. It's so entertaining. I was driving into work today. I've got like six minutes left and I was like so sad that it was going to be over. I was like, no, I'm at the end. I'm at the end. This is a bummer. Um, but it has been really, really good. And I just, I'm not going to say any, I, it's, it, I mean, it's written by the same guy who wrote the Martian. It is also um, a story about space, but that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to tell you anything else. I just, cause I don't want, I don't want to ruin anything for you so i'm just gonna say project hail mary give it a listen especially the the uh, the narrator is very good for the book and uh i think you're gonna enjoy it okay okay can i tell you that this is this is sort of like uh semi related but uh i've been very excited because in the past week the emmys happened and ted lasso which is, is something that i think that you and i here on this show have like talked very positively about love the lasso for good reason because it's a fantastic show but it's like started like winning emmys and stuff and i have to tell you that this has been like 
in the funniest way validating for me because I feel like it almost not to be like, you know, that guy, but it was almost like I liked it before it was popular. Oh yeah. yeah like right <laughs> away. Like, right. I was like, Ted Lasso, this seems like a great show. And I was like, yes. It, it, oh my gosh. And what a good show. What a great show. Just discovered it completely naturally. I, I struggle with this though, because sometimes I do love something and it is like, it is not maybe also like, like art necessarily. Like, like, it's like, I like it because something about the story or, or whatever appeals to me. But then it's like, you come to find out it's like, yeah, like it's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Mm-hmm. But, uh, this one it's, it's been really cool to, to, to watch it unfold, to watch people react to it. And I will say that probably, uh, I, like one of the more common emails that I do get over on the, on the pop email is people who are like, Oh my gosh, thank you for recommending Ted Lasso. I absolutely love it. Yeah, you do. Um, so I get, I do get validated very frequently about, about old Ted Lasso, but have you, have you been watching season two of the show? I'm all caught up. You are all caught up. Yes. Okay. Because I, I don't want to go like too deep into spoileries or anything like that, but I just want to say like, because season two, I think has been different then season for sure one, it's it's like it's been almost almost experimental at times definitely experimental at times yeah where it's like let's, let's should we try this absolutely we have 10 episodes we can definitely use three of them for experiments right <laughs> <laughs> um but so that that it's been it has been a very interesting season and i think that what i'm like glad for is the fact that i i was like i'm like so I, I bit so hard on it that it's like I'm like so also open to the experiments and to like better understanding them. Yeah. Um, but I will say there was the, the most recent episode is an episode about a character named Beard. Yeah. And it is. Tell me if you disagree. It's an odd episode. I did watch it and it is easily the most experimental episode thus far. Uh, it is. D- it is different from all the other episodes, like clearly. Yes. Um, but I, I still enjoyed it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and here, here's what I, I liked about this. So without going too much into it, because if you either haven't watched the episode or none of this means anything to you, I want it. I want this conversation to still feel uh, applicable in some capacity. Um, but what I, what I love so much about this, or maybe you've experienced this before, maybe not, uh, is like seeing something and knowing that it's in the orbit of things that you like and then almost being like I need someone to explain to me why this was good. Mm. Like did did you have that at all? Like I like I literally I feel like what I did was I got out of that episode and I was like someone's got to tell me like what is like I I'm I'm sure that it was amazing. Like I trust that. I will catch up with the amazing this right. time. But someone needs to explain it to me because yeah. I don't know. The, yeah, where is the nerd writer video about beard after hours is amazing. Here's why. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. it's actually the best Ted Lasso episode we've ever seen. Yeah. Let me explain. Right. It's like, okay, okay, yes. Okay, I'm in. I, I need me. you to explain it to me. Tell because me about the decisions. Because nerd writer, talking directly to you, yeah. you're a great person. Thanks for doing what you do. Uh, yeah, I've talked about this before, but he also has a, a, a very famous video about why Prisoner of Azkaban is the best Harry Potter movie, which I've brought up before here on the pop. I know we've talked about it, but it's also one of those things where I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I still don't know if I can if I can get there. Well, it's such a weird thing. It's like even even today uh, for like our Instagram uh, page, we were doing like uh, behind the scenes ask us anything. And one of the things was, what's your favorite movie? And it's just like, well, I mean, it's a really hard thing to answer because like, what do you mean? Like, depending on like genre or mood or like what, you know, even when we even when we do when we do reviews on the main channel and like we give it a rating at the end, it's like, you know, if you like 
what do you mean by this is like the best movie, you know, like, like the most well-made movie according to, because if that's the case, it's like, there should be like obvious metrics and stuff you can clearly judge, which I think is what some critics think they're doing. But even that's incredibly biased. It's like, it's very subjective, very subjective. So I feel like what I do is like, what is what? How much like joy did this give me out of a hundred? Yes, okay. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm trying to yeah, give my rating based on. Like, how much did? Yeah, wh- I don't know. Yeah, and and here's the thing for me that that I've noticed the most, and and this is one that like I think for a long time I was like very timidly walking up to the edge of this cliff and and like you know sort of sort of like. Th- terrified to like take that like leap yeah like as to declare like yeah you know what i'm sticking to it um but there is like a certain reliability to this question for me like within within fandom specific things um so like star wars the force awakens is like it's my favorite star wars movie and it's like one of these things where like i don't i am so sure of that because it's not even something like i it's how do I even describe it? I thought I was going to be able to articulate this better and now I'm failing at it. Okay. Um, but I can go back to my entire experience with it. I can go back to what it was like for me watching this movie in theaters and how enamored with it. I was the excitement when I had the ability to watch it at home, the number of times that like I had a bad day and just like went and chose something to watch. And that is what I picked. Right. You know, and it's like, it's like, these are things that I can go back to without a shadow of a doubt and know that like my my like not trying to please anybody with my answer like decisions that i can go back and look at it's like this is the one you've picked over and over and over again it's mm-hmm. like it's like you will literally if, if like if given the opportunity to like just have a free day where you don't have to go and do anything and you're sitting on the couch you'll open this movie right and that is the case for me with um with uh the force awakens uh infinity war um and the other two that have like weirdly woven into this same equation for me is the movie Pitch Perfect. Oh. And also The Greatest Showman. Ah, The Greatest. Yeah, you've talked about that before. Yes. On the pop. Yes. And yeah. it, it, it's so funny for me because it's like these, these are all things that actually there's one more I can add to that, which is the movie Moana. Ah, uh, great um, one. Great one. Yes. So I, I would say, and I don't even know if there is, it's possible there's a counter like on your, on your iTunes library or like I have it on my, my Apple TV, but like. I would be willing to bet that I have watched those movies by like a multiplier of like five more than like right. other movies. More than, yeah. <laughs> like, like I have, I have watched them way more on purpose, put my phone down and actually watched it. Right. You know, and also probably the case that movies that I, if you were to go back through like our, our library of super Carlin brothers videos, I would be willing to bet that well, with the exception of pitch perfect, Pitch Perfect and Greatest Showman. Uh, the other three, I probably think there are the most number of videos that I made on the YouTube channel, like speculating on something to do with it. Oh, like we went in deep into the Moana. We like, did. I bet Frozen might beat that Moana. Frozen wise. I do a lot of Frozen stuff. <laughs> I absolutely love Frozen. Like, and I would say that Frozen had Moana beat for a long period of time. Tangled is also in the same equation. Apparently, I just like Disney princess movies. Um, but fr- no surprise to anyone watching. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not at all. Um, I don't know how this happened, but I think Frozen 2 ruined Frozen 1 for me. Oh, no. I just think it what? did. It just did. I just oh. I think that Frozen 2's music is better than the music in Frozen 1. Um, but I think that the story, it, I just like I 
I just didn't like it. Just didn't like it. I didn't like it. Oh, so, I'm sorry to hear that. I know. I know. I know. I know you really bonded. I really like Frozen yeah. too. Yeah, I really liked it. I just really liked like Elsa's whole story. Elsa's story in particular. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know. Yeah. I know. I think that you you related with that one heavily. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I don't know if I could. Uh, I think for my own favorite movies. I think I would probably list also The Force Awakens is also my favorite Star Wars movie. Okay. Which I think I think when you're asking people this, like when you say what's if people ask me what is the like it's so weird, especially with Star Wars, you say like, oh it's my favorite. Like people I guarantee you people are like, that's the worst Star Wars movie. That's a terrible Star Wars movie. Or like that they're I mean, everyone in Star Wars is really vehement about their opinions. Oh yeah. But it's just like it's so fr- that that to me is like I don't I, I I like the word favorite more than it's the best because best is just like very opinionated. It's like favorite to me means when I watched it, I enjoyed it so much. Like yes. so like I walked out of the theater and my cup was at a ten. I was so happy. Like did it rely on me having twenty years of nostalgia about the other six movies? Yes, it did. And th- whatever. Did it work? <laughs> did it work? Yes, it did. Yep. Like when Ray pulls the lightsaber, I audibly gasped. When the music started at the beginning of the movie, I got chills. I was like, oh, I'm back. And I was like old enough to like really just take it all in. Wasn't a kid. First pass on it. I loved Ray. I loved Finn. I loved Poe. I loved BB eight. I loved Kylo Ren. It was amazing. It's a great movie. It is. And it, it, and is. it will it is I don't think another Star Wars movie. I mean, from the from the I don't know, whatever original prequel, sequel Skywalker saga. That's going to be my favorite. Yes. You know, there is. Okay. At some point in time, what I want to do, because I feel like I can do the exact same thing for the force awakens in terms of just like literally going to like moments in the movie that that, like I love, I could probably do like a mirrored video where I do that with my frustration with the end of game of Thrones. Oh, and and it is like, those are things that I can reliably be passionate about in such a real way. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, like, like specifically in the force awakens, there's this moment where, uh, Poe, and Finn have just broken out and they're like flying the TIE fighter together. One thing is when Poe is like, whoa, this thing really moves. Yeah. Because I can like feel the, I can feel what he means. I'm like, yeah, he does, yeah. doesn't it? Like, Ooh. it just, yeah. like, it's, it's like, we, we've never been inside of a TIE fighter before. Right. It's like, right. oh, is that what it feels like? Oh, man, I've been in lots of X Wings. I you know. know. Yeah, not, not like this. But the like, protagonist X-wings, is never in the TIE they, fighter. They seem slow. Yeah. They, now they now seem I get slow. I see why. Why would you use TIE fighters when you could also have X Wings? Because, ah, oh, I get it now. Right. Yeah, because they're better. Yeah. Because they are better. Because they can move. And then and then Finn shoots the thing and, he, and he's like, did you see that? I saw that. I saw it. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, I can't even tell you how happy this moment makes me like it's just like they're they're just growing so, like, <laughs> just so amazingly so hard. hard it's like Finn is like I'm in I guess I've switched sides now and I'm immediately just like let's go right right I'm like right. I guess if I there's no there's no switching sides halfway if I'm gonna if I'm gonna commit I'm fully in right, right <laughs> you're right. my new best friend. did we just become best buds I think so and that's just it and that's it <laughs> It, it's just it's so special it is good it's moment a, it's good yeah no, <clears throat> anyway the, so the, that's that that's about movies what is your favorite movie is like uh it's like what i really think I, the reason i think this question exists is because it's a fantastic first date question because yeah. the, because it's unanswerable it's unanswerable what, what you're actually attempting to do is is to start what is otherwise a very long discussion what's your what's your what you're almost guaranteeing is that you're like there's a one in a million chance the person is going to say the same exact movie you're hoping they say, but otherwise what you're going to, what they're going to answer 
whatever their answer is, unless it's the exact same thing as your favorite movie, in which case, great news, you found your soulmate. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. yeah. Otherwise, they're going to be like, <gasps> but actually what you want to do is tell them about your favorite movie. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like what, what I'm attempting to do is actually tell you more about who I am because of what my favorite movie says about me. Yeah. And I need exactly. you to know mm-hmm. what kind of person I am based on that answer. Right. <laughs> I need to tell you why me, a 30-year-old man, loves Frozen. You're going to love it. <laughs> this is going to be good. This is going to be good. But that's that's not, the thing. You're not going to think it's weird because it's awesome. <laughs> right. See, this is, I mean, I've never I've never really done like the, the uh, dating racket before. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> but the thing that desperately <laughs> makes me want to, and I'm sure that people, like I'm sure people who, who have done this before are like, no, it's not as much fun as you think it's going to be. But I do feel like it would be really, 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 really fun for me to go and just have, be like, I'm going to tell everyone it's frozen. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah, and like, and like, I, cause this is, this is, this a, is what you should do on your vlog, This is a sink or ben. swim answer. Yeah. This has been like, this, this could be the, the first episode of, of your vlog that will, you know, it'll be like, I went on 50 first dates and told everyone my favorite movie was Frozen. Here's what happened. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I can't do that. Well, well, I mean, you'd probably have to clear it with Alice and, you know, it'd probably be upsetting for all the people who took time out of their schedule to go on a date with someone who was married for the sake of a potentially viral video. Yes, yes. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like mm-hmm, most mm-hmm. people will be upset. I think but, most people but, viewing it would be but upset. Then think about the views. <laughs> I can't. You can't. <laughs> Although, I mean, if in an, in another life, I mean, it, that does sound like a darn fun proposition. So someone else needs someone else who's still in the dating racket, whose favorite movie is Frozen, needs yeah, to yeah. do like this. Like you, you need to. You need. It needs to be true. Yeah. Like I'm not saying like say it for the wows. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying it because it's like because because you know what you know what in your heart you know it's true. Yeah. You know it's true. You know it's true. And that's a thing. And, and they'll they'll be able to tell. They'll be able to tell. They'll be yeah. like this person, they just they let it go. <laughs> yes. Popcorn culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop.
Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting. You know, to me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like it doesn't, doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Oh, man. Yes! Okay, actually, Ben, on the topic of favorite movies, uh, we keep sitting here asking each other what are our favorite movies, but I think we're asking the wrong people oh. because who we need to be asking is us. Wait, what do you mean? Transition! <gasps> okay, Ben, so there has been a recent uh, d development in the world of chatting with Jay and Ben from Popcorn Culture. Tell me more. Okay, so there's, I'm not sure, I think the app is just called Get Shuffle. Okay. Um, but basically, I'm on here right now, and you can choose to chat it, what, what the app does. It, it has listened to every single episode of Popcorn Culture. What? It has listened to all of it, and then it has uh, used AI to create a bot that will chat as us. No. <laughs> yes. So you can go on the app right now. There's they've got a solid three podcasts. They've done this for three different podcasts. We're one of them. Hey. And I have to say, we're in pretty good company. We're it, we're in there with my brother, my brother and me, and dear Hank and John. So I feel like we we are sort of the black sheep. I, I think, think those I think are. We're, I think we're 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 batting out of our. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly, they targeted brother theme podcasts. I guess to go out to get anyway. You could go on there right now. This is not sponsored. I'm only doing this because we were playing with this earlier and. It is so funny. 
So I encourage you to do it. We're going to ask it what our favorite movies are. Right. So I'm going to go in there. I'm just going to hit chat now and I can go in here and I can chat with us and an AI version of us will respond. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So maybe we should make it clear that if you go and chat with this, it is not actually us. It is not actually us. This is artificial intelligence's version of us based on us. Based on us and what we've said specifically in popcorn culture. Okay. okay, Yes. So I'm going to ask it, what is your favorite movie question mark where's the question there it is nope that's period Mm -hmm. this is great i can type totally bam all right what's your favorite movie it's typing okay okay it says, is Pixar even a division of Disney anymore? As of this fall, it officially became one giant division. Is it fair to exclude Pixar and Brave and Monsters, Inc. and even Monsters University from the Disney animated feature film? Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? That's what it came up with? That's what it said. What's your favorite movie? Ugh, is, it sounds a little pretentious. Is Pixar <laughs> even a division of Disney anymore? Can we just slice it off? So does this mean that AI, if you were to distill out our personalities from 90 plus episodes yeah. of us, so 90 hours of us talking is kind of pretentious. Well, so what's your favorite movie? Clearly the answer should have been, so maybe based on what we just said, obviously this isn't into the, into the bot yet. Into the end of the rhythm. But the correct answer would have been like The Force Awakens or something. Sure. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm going to ask it what. Where am I typing? Let's see. Let's try again. Who is your favorite Disney? What? Princess. Okay. So who is your actual favorite Disney princess before I ask the bot? Who? Oh. I would say it's probably a tie between Rapunzel and Moana. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. My go. Um, mine would be probably Mulan or Belle. Okay. I think Belle is like the most common answer. Well, Belle's pretty great. Belle is pretty great. Yeah. Belle is pretty great. L- small amount of Stockholm syndrome. Well, but yeah. I mean, otherwise, pretty great. Pretty great. So anyway. France. Okay. I get anyway. it. Anyway. Continue. Let's see. I'm going to ask. So it may be, who is your favorite Disney princess? Bot. It says, I'm going to say Merida because I do like Brave, but I really can't say one to be honest. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty straightforward answer. It's a pretty straightforward answer. Incorrect. <laughs> it is incorrect. Brave is a movie that I <clears throat> think is like outstandingly beautiful. Like mm-hmm. I think that that's like an underrated like feature about the movie yeah. is that like, it's a really like well animated and, and it makes sense. Cause I mean, it is, it is Pixar, which, you know, not to get too pretentious is its own division, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I think that the story is, is not as strong as it could be even given the established plot. Yeah. That's there. Okay. Like, I, I think that it like, it lacks the, the maximum impact that was available given all of the exact same pieces of the puzzle. I just think some of it got like a little bit like odd. Yeah. It it does feel like during development, they took some turns and maybe got away from what their original story was. Um, but I, I agree. Like when I first saw brave, it was like the first time I walked out of a Pixar movie and was like, uh, I don't know if I like loved it like a hundred percent. And then I saw it again and I was like, I liked it more the second pass when I knew what to expect. But like all the trade, I think it just didn't match the trailers is what it came down to. Yeah. And I think they were trying to like hold their, hold the like 
her mom's going to turn into a bear card pretty close to the chest. And that ends up being what most of the movie is about. Like, oh, no, mom turned into a bear. We got to reverse it. <laughs> Some hijinks Some, ensues. Exactly. And it's like, I thought, based on the trailers, Scottish redhead girl with bow and arrow is going to go fight a big bear. And it's like, I guess that happens. But it's not what the movie's about. <laughs> Can we do a video where we just literally review? I think we I think. um like where we, yeah we, where we just like review every pixar movie as quickly as we can oh that sounds pretty good okay okay so i have a very important question for the bot now okay. i'm gonna ask us who was the one true host no oh dear oh boy what's oh it gonna dear. say who was the one true host oh dear. i'm typing i got sweaty palms <laughs> it says i don't know i would say only me boring boring it must think you're typing it or must. or me <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's definitely, very it's vague. definitely it's me. It's very vague. It's definitely me. All right, let's me. see. What is Ben going to name his baby? Let's see what you say. <laughs> well, I haven't guessed it. That would be amazing. That would be get. That would be amazing. If it's a girl, Carrie. If it's a boy, <laughs> if it's a girl, Carrie. If it's a boy, Seggy. <laughs> Seggy. S E G. It's a, if it's a girl, Carrie. If it's a boy, Seggy. S E G E Y. <laughs> Actually, that's my son's name. So my oldest is Seggy, and his middle name is David. Simply Gary David Goldberg. <laughs> I don't even know what to make of that. I don't know like, either. At some point in time, it feels like these reactions <clears throat> shift from hilarious to slightly fever dreamish. <laughs> a little where bit. Like, where are we? Um, but that is that is that is, okay okay. Carrie. Oh my gosh, Carrie is that is that the name? That's not. No, it's it's not, not. It's not the name. We've ruled out Carrie. We've ruled out. So Carrie. it's wrong. Put, okay. Put it on your on your no fly list. Final question. Okay. Do ducks go in cups? Oh, clearly, obviously, oh, typing, definitely. Sending. <laughs> I think you mean bow ties, don't you? I like questions like this because I like to reverse psychology people into looking like blatant idiots. <laughs> actually, no. I think ducks go in. Actually, no. I think ducks go in cups. I don't know why. Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love the hard stop of ducks. <laughs> Just one word sentence at the end. Ducks. Ducks. I like the, do ducks go in cups? I think you mean bow ties, don't you? I like questions like this because I like to reverse psychology people into looking like blatant idiots. Actually, no. I think ducks go in cups. I don't know why. Ducks. <laughs> well, this is good stuff. <laughs> why I, I feel why like does this thing we would say this? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I can hear myself saying reverse psychology. Yeah, I, feel I, like can, I can see hear the psychology. Blatantly. Yeah. I think I use that word a lot. Mm -hmm. um, top 10 word. Top 10 word. Yeah. Um, so I can, I can sort of see like where some of this is coming through. I also, as, as you've been tinkering with it, I feel like it offers like an excess number of words for every sentence. And I, it's making me worried that this is something that I do in normal communication. There are some times where it will use the word like a lot. And I'm like, mm, I know we do that. And I'm like, I just did it. I, I just have, did it. There have been moments where I've been watching back or listening to our own episodes of the pop. And I, I'd be like, man, if there was a libations game for every time one of us said the word like I'm, it wouldn't go well. It would not. Yeah. It would not. Well, we'll have to remember that for the, the live versions of, uh, of, of popcorn culture after dark. Yeah. You know, where it's, where it's, uh, it, it, there, there will be libations available 
for your viewing mm. experience. And, and and we'll just have somebody who holds a flag every time one of us says like, yeah. know, just like oh, oh no. All right, I'm going to ask it what's a top 10 word. Okay. Let's see what it gives us. Probably top 10 most overused Disney character name. That's not a very good answer. That's not a very that good answer. That was a boring one. Yeah. No, we're, we're slacking now. We're slacking. We're, we're, we're just, we're just, we're becoming artificially, uh, whatever the opposite of intelligence is. Yeah. <laughs> Artificial stupidity. Blatant idiot. <laughs> Blatant idiot. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm going to, okay. One more. I'm going to do what's your favorite libation? Because we use that word a lot. Apparently, I, I'm starting to understand why you can like play games for so long and still be fascinated by them because I think it's just like it's like let me just try something let different. Just, let me just let me just I maybe just, this maybe this time I'm trying to think of like pop inside jokes and seeing how it responds to those things. Okay, okay. It says, "What's your favorite libation? Probably ginger beer. Maybe even more so now that we said that." <laughs> Maybe even more so. <laughs> Maybe. I could go for a ginger beer. I could go for a ginger beer. I do like ginger beer. Anyway, I would highly encourage everyone listening. We'll put the uh, link to the Super Carlin Brothers bot in the uh, description. So you can go check it out and ask us all sorts of questions. And please screenshot our dumb answers and share them with us with yeah. hashtag popcorn culture. Yes, you, you, you can share them on uh, on Instagram or on Twitter. Or if you want to email them to me at popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, I will get a hooting and hollering good time out of not just knowing what we said in reaction, but also what you thought was a good question to ask us. Yeah. And then maybe what we can do is answer some of those questions. <laughs> like actually like how close did they get? It? Yeah. How close how, did how, we get? How close were we to ourselves? Yes. Oh man. Yeah. What an, I mean, this feels like just a toe in the water of what is to come with this kind of technology. Maybe even more so now. Maybe, yeah, okay, I see what you did there. <laughs> the ginger beer thing. It took me a second. <laughs> oh my gosh. All Excellent. right, Jay. How about a corny joke? <laughs> I should have asked the bot for a corny joke. Oh, that would have been good. Okay. okay. Maybe, maybe while well, you tell the joke, I will ask it. Okay, that sounds good. That okay. sounds good. Okay, so this this particular joke is going to come from Arnav Betty, uh, who says, Why can't Harry tell the difference between his potions pot and his best friend? What, but between his potions, pot... I don't know why. They're both cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible joke. <laughs> that. His potions, that pot. It's it. so funny to call a cauldron a pot because like, yeah. for some reason, I feel like the structural integrity of a cauldron versus a pot is like massively different. Like a cauldron dents the floor if you drop it and a pot breaks. Yeah. You know, it's it's all a matter of what happens in relationship to a floor. Oh my That's God. That's really the defining factor. Well, if you can drop a pot on the floor and it doesn't break, then it's instantly a cauldron. Can I tell you that uh, my son Nick broke my salt shaker yesterday? No, he didn't. Yeah. It just pff, I came home and it was clearly the case that it had just happened and that that was <laughs> waiting for me to get home and that she could not the problem is with glass breaks on the floor when you have two small kids is that you immediately need to clean it up but obviously there was a loud thing and now you're really focused on the thing that just fell on the floor uh -huh. and whatever you're really focused on is what they're going to be really focused on and when that thing is broken glass it's really hard to clean it up <laughs> because they're going to want to be like all up in it <laughs> like hold up need to go check need that to go out check out the, what's right this now. what's all this fun white powder on the floor it's like no no sorry that's salt and it's got glass mixed in and we're gonna so obviously what happened was the salt broke and in an effort to clean it up beth had tried to take them upstairs 
upstairs, but then couldn't leave them alone in the room. So she was just camping out up there until I got home and I had to clean up the salt. Oh, <laughs> and man. I don't have a salt shaker now. Would you like a new salt shaker? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to try to find one. the most comical salt shaker. To you get know what? You. Just have it delivered to the house. I can't wait. OK. OK. okay good, good, so good. I decided the AI probably wouldn't be good at uh, corny jokes because I don't think it understands puns. Oh, okay. probably. But I am going to ask it. Can you give me a fun fact about coyotes? Oh, and we're going to see what it says. <laughs> <laughs> this technically counts as a fun fact about coyotes. Yeah, whatever we say. An adult can typically run pretty fast, close to 40 miles per hour. However, they're actually pretty lazy runners, which is why they can seem so scary. When they're getting chased by you or running towards you, they are. <laughs> they are what? <laughs> Let's find out. They are what? That's a pretty good fact otherwise. It was pretty good. It's pretty solid. I think it's because if if we did more Q&A based conversation and then you were asking questions as close as possible to the actual question i think that there's a possibility that it would just answer yeah like with correctly a, yeah like i don't even know if it's intended to be funny well i think to, it is just funny anyway we'll just get a burnt popcorn check on how fast the adult coyote can run and if it's close to 40 miles per hour which seems it reasonable? seems right. It seems right. It does. So it said it finished that sentence when they're getting chased by you or running towards you. They are. And I said, they are what? And it says a mug and a tankard. A mug is the handleless mug and a tankard is the thing you drink out of. I haven't had a straight alcohol in a while, but as recently <laughs> as two weeks ago. <laughs> well, well that almost was the last time you had a straight alcohol. <laughs> ginger beer. A ginger beer. Oh man. Man, do we talk about do we talk about alcohol that much? I don't know. I feel like we say libations a lot. I feel like we say libations. Yeah. I feel like AIS doesn't really understand the fact that we're side skirting saying the word alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. By saying libations, which is clearly the superior word. Clearly. Top ten word. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, okay. So maybe we have maybe we have a transition. Yeah. Okay, Jay, in last week's episode, we were talking about Facebook yeah, and how you were wanting the events page to just be better. I and wanted the events page to be one of the available clickable tabs on mobile. Yes. And, and I feel like when you were telling me this, I was like, I'm certain that this is going to already be a thing. And Jay's just overlooking it because it seemed like last time you complained about something about Facebook, like within the next week, yeah. people were like, hey, this is a thing. You can just do this. And it was kind of like, Really? Like, was, is there a chance that Jay just literally overlooked it? Or does somebody at the Facebook tune into the pop? I think that's the only explanation, Ben. Because as of recording it, like, someone posted a screenshot of their phone, of their Facebook, and sure enough, right at the bottom, you could, cr- you could click events. And, like, I opened my... Well, here's the thing, though. I will say this. I opened up mine. I was like, no way. Like, was I just not looking at the bottom tab? And I was looking at, like, the the menus that were part of the page rather than, like, part of the app. Sure. And I looked down at the bottom. Not there. I'm like, I wonder if I need to, like, update my app or something. Maybe. But yeah. it's, like, it's very, very, very curious to me that even, like, a previous update of the app wouldn't just have this feature. Yeah. Why? Why <laughs> it's not there is beyond me. So I did. I checked to see if I could update it. I could. I did. It's actually still not there on my phone. Oh, interesting. Which is weird. I can click like over That's to... A, I'm checking my phone. Oh, yeah. Open your Facebook app and see if there's a way you can just click on and like go to a, go to a page that you're a fan of or, or something. See if you can just 
click events anywhere. Because for me to do it, I have to like click on a little button, like a little profile picture of myself at the bottom and it'll bring me up to a bunch of other tabs. And then I can press events and then it'll show me all of the events that are there. like, yeah, yeah, I see you're on the Blade Gaming page. Can you just see events? <clears throat> I can't see events. What about on the bottom of your phone? Hang on, no. Nope, okay, see? Still not there. Some people it's there. Maybe this is like Android versus iOS or something. Maybe it is. This is really <clears throat> weird. Isn't it weird? <clears throat> But now I was going to say what I really wanted to do is attempt to trick Facebook into adding other features because we complained that they didn't have them. What features would you like to see on the Facebook? Hmm. Let me see here. Maybe if just like on the main landing page that there is a talk to an artificial intelligence version of Jay and Ben on the Internet. Oh, and yeah. It just, and it just auto feeds in. So at any point in time, it's like, do you remember back in the days of AOL Instant Messenger, there was something called Smarter Child? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember Smarter Child now that you mention it. Smarter Child was <coughs> so fun. Yeah. Uh, because it, I think probably for the exact same reasons, because like it was smart enough to have like answers to questions that like made sense, I guess. Yeah. Like you could ask it like very obvious things like what time is it? And it would just tell you what time it was. Um, and then if you just like typed in like ASDFGH, whatever, it would just say like, I'm sorry, Ben, I don't know what ASDFGH, like, you know, whatever yeah. it means. Um, so, you know, if you asked it a question that didn't know the answer to, then it would just respond with that very obvious thing. But I feel like there was like other things you could do with smarter child that were clever and I want to know, I need now I need to trip down memory lane. Yeah. Are you going to look up Smarter Child on what, your phone right now? What could Smarter Child do? <clears throat> okay. bring it. I do remember talking, like, like interacting with the bot and like seeing what kind of conversations you could have for it. And I feel like even when Siri came out, I feel like a lot of people did this just to see like what kind of weird answers Siri would give back. Like if you asked it the meaning of life or whatever. But there's like, I think there's Easter eggs built into Siri, like things you can discover. Yes, I think that I think that you're right. I think you can also just be like, hey, Siri, tell me a joke. What kind of dog can jump higher than a building? What kind of dog can jump higher than you're laughing? It must be good. It is really good. OK, what? All of them. Buildings can't jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <sighs> crushing it. Today's episode is brought to you by artificial intelligence. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Okay, so I couldn't figure out anything about smarter child. All I found was how to make your child a smarter child. Oh, right. And so yeah. it gave me a whole bunch of weird things. But we'll we'll be sure to link to a list of things that AOL Instant Messenger Smarter Child could I'm do. sure the internet needs to remember it because Instant Messenger is just <laughs> completely gone. It's like the whole thing is just deleted. Sometimes it like makes me sad a little bit. Yeah. Um like I, I feel like there was something really glorious about this particular face, or maybe I just like resonated yeah. with AOL Instant, AOL Instant Messenger. I think, I think our whole generation resonated with Instant Messenger. Yes, there was just something like kind of glorious about it because it was like there's there's something odd about texting now that like there is the idea that you're you kind of at all times are a little bit available to be communicated with. Yeah. Whereas like at the very least with aim, it's like if you like walked away from it, then it would be like no matter what somebody said, they, they could not summon you back to the computer if you were just physically elsewhere. Yeah. You know, but like. Like with your phone, if somebody just starts like texting repeatedly, which this doesn't really happen to me at all, but like in case they did, I, I could eventually be like, okay, like, let me see what this person needs. Yeah. You know, and well, I it's like, like you, <clears throat> I think the other thing about Instant Messenger was like you were logging into a program with the intent to talk and everyone who had your screen name could see that you were logged in a program that was for chatting. 
Yes, true. <clears throat> and so, so it was like the door was like it was much more approachable. Whereas like I would never text someone that like I didn't really know that I don't like you know. Like, oh, that's it feels a good much point. more personal to be like to to text someone on their personal phone on their person. Yeah. Whereas if I just had a screen name of someone I like met in class once or just had, knew they existed and knew they probably knew I existed. Right. You know, it wasn't like such a barrier to just say, "Hey, on instant messenger cuz like, I can see you're online, I'm online. This is a this is a chatting program." And this is why people are on here. Exactly. So easy enough. The the flip end of this though is that it's it's pretty rare for me to just like like pull up a friend and just be like, hey. Well, like, that's exactly that's the other thing. It was like you're on there to talk. Right. You know? Right. Whereas like, yeah, texting to me is very much more like um function driven. It's like, it's like coordinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm not having like ongoing conversations typically with people via text about like how their day was yeah. or anything. I would I would say this is like one of those things where I don't even know if there's like a small like micro generation between you and I despite being like pretty close in age. Yeah. But like I have always felt like it was more common for me to be communicating with somebody like I, I would say in former years. I would say that this is less true as I get older. Yeah. But like Alice and I will still like be updating each other on like what's been going on throughout the day. Pretty much throughout the day. Well, like, I mean, yeah, I'll be I'll get I'll get updates from Beth for sure that are just like, "Oh, Luke did great at swim lessons today." Or, you know, Nick has a fever or something. Sure, 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 yeah. sure. Uh, yes, but I mean, I I think that I would say that like like my guess is that if you got that message, you would be like, "Oh, that's awesome." And then, like, it wouldn't be there. There wouldn't be like an expectation that then she would then respond again. Yeah. To like, that's awesome. Right. Um. I. I do. I do think that Alice and I probably talk throughout the day in more of a conversational, conversational, or potentially like like trying to help one another like solve a problem mm-hmm. or something like that. Like you know, kind of, like I would say the back and forth pretty much never stops but it's also massively broken up by the fact that we're just doing our jobs right so there's that but that that has always felt like a like a small like like i said micro generational thing which is always interesting to me like when you discover these like very very subtle differences where it's like my my relationship with texting was introduced just earlier enough that like I that like that it was something that I was doing like all the time and constantly but then similarly like our younger brother Tyler I remember like when he got into like Snapchat yeah. which I have to this day like <laughs> never understood Snapchat like yeah. it has never made sense to me I've never had the slightest clue of like what are you supposed to do with it like the, like I feel like when somebody first told me about it it just seemed like a really like it was it was like someone came up with the idea that it was like, hey, do you want to send an inappropriate photo? Well, basically, we've created an entire platform to send an inappropriate photo because it will go away. Right. Like, I feel like that's how somebody told me what it was once upon a time. I feel like that is what every adult's version of Snapchat like that's where your brain goes. You're like, why? Like, oh yeah, the me- you send people pictures and then delete themselves in 24 hours. It's like, okay, okay, but like, here's why, the thing. like why why can't you just text them? Here's the thing though, is that every single <clears throat> every single photo I've ever seen on somebody else's Snapchat. I'm just going to hold mine up so you can see it or I'll just also post it too. Yeah. Whatever. But it's literally like half the time just somebody who, who just like took a picture of like them looking down at their phone with like like it's almost as if in addition to just me like responding to like our normal conversation. Here's just a picture of like my forehead just so that you can see. That right. Like, like, like it's not quite a Zoom call. It's not quite FaceTime, but it is like here is proof 
that I myself sent you this Im- uh, th- like this response back. Is that your interpretation of that? I have absolutely no idea. My interpretation is that Snapchat requires a photo yeah, with right, the right. message. So it's like this is this is me fulfilling the requirement. I don't really care about. I'm just I'm just texting you, but because I have to send a photo with it because that's the app. Here's a picture. Yes. Okay. Well, and I have to admit that when we were on Splash Mountain during our most recent trip to <coughs> Disney, yeah, there was a there was a a couple of teenaged uh, girls in the seat in front of us and one of them I saw like like while we were going through the cave like in the darkness she just had like her phone out and she was like going through Snapchat and I was it was like a morbid fascination type of thing yeah. but I was like what is going on here because literally I just saw her like click through I mean it had to be 75 responses that she had that were all just literally pictures of people's like every single one of them was different people all taking the exact same photo which was like this forehead shot right and i was like i was like what do i not understand about snapchat because i don't get it at all i think the appeal must be way (laughs) less about like it must be much more that the messages are deleted after 24 hours it could be and it's not so much about sending people pictures this is look at look at us trying to reverse engineer the the appeal of snapchat oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) app that we're not going to start using no, yeah. not at all. But but okay, so yeah, like that that goes back to my question though. Is that like Instagram on the flip side, you know, it's like you you will constantly see like like an Instagram versus like reality post. Yeah. Or like Instagram I think is is highly criticized for looking like a way too polished version of your life. And so it's almost making me wonder if like if like this generation, like the Snapchat generation is like less preoccupied with making sure that you present yourself in like a highly polished way. Like is this like a generational thing like of our group of people which is like no 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 you know, like if you're going to like post yourself online, make sure it like looks good. You know, but like the next gen is like no no no, it's fine. Like <laughs> like we've seen these people in person before. Like, right. Just send them a forehead shot, it doesn't matter. Like like that could be one of those like major paradigm shifts that that like happens on like a razor thin line between I can see I can see something like that like developing just like being much more your natural self. But it also doesn't matter if you take a bad picture, though, because they're not permanent pictures. They're just deleted. True. True, true, true. I mean, there, there's absolutely that. And I think that I think. And again, this is I, I hope this is hilarious for people who <coughs> use Snapchat. Like, yeah, listen to two people all the time. Attempt to describe Snapchat. But I also think that if you were <coughs> to screenshot someone's snap, then it alerts the person, the person. That, that it has been done. Right. So like like if you were to like if I were to send my, my forehead picture you know, back to somebody, uh, and, and they were like, click, you know, like took a picture of it. Yeah. I'd be like, it'd be like, why did you do that? What was this? What's this all about? Yeah. And I like, I almost wonder like what the, what is the like metadata associated with the screenshots? Yeah. Like, like, is that like at any point in time akin to like liking a photo? It's like, Oh, I see. Like you, like it was a good enough photo to like to screenshot it. Right. So that, like it couldn't disappear because you know, I'd be notified. So it, it, isn't that weird? It's like a multi-layered psychology experiment. Yeah. <sighs> I'm just plum baffled. <laughs> well, I think it would want, it, it feels like it should notify you because like the, the agree, the contractor, the social contract you're entering into with someone when you communicate on Snapchat is that this commu- this communication will expire within a day. And it's like you, like Snapchat's like this person broke the, that they, the they rules broke of the engagement. Rules. But that, that to me <clears throat> though also means that like the rules of engagement will have, they will have like established as their as like this other set of like unspoken rules yeah. of the situation. Like, is it considered flattering? Is it considered negative? Like what is the subtext associated with screenshotting a photo? Is it like, I really liked this photo that you sent me. So I want to be able to keep it. And I know that you will be informed of that decision. Or is it more of a like, Oh man, now, now, now I know that they have, <coughs> they have that. 
Right. I, I, I assume there is some levels. I, I would bet that, it, yeah, you'd want to keep the photo as some sort of like, yeah, memento or evidence or memento. <laughs> whatever. That sounds creepy. Uh, well, I don't know why. <laughs> it's like my memento. <laughs> You're right. It does sound creepy, but then the whole expire. It's like this is what doesn't make sense to me about Snapchat. Is like people are like, oh yeah, just like you can send people pictures and they just disappear after 24 hours. Like, why do you get like why why wouldn't you just text them? Like, what is the difference? Like, I don't understand. Like, why are you using this different app when you have Messenger on your phone? Yeah, I don't, like, know. I don't get like I remember one time I was uh, like talking to someone in college and I'd be talking to them on I think it was uh, iChat, which was like Apple's ver- like integration with instant messenger. Oh, like, yeah. It would, yep. it would load in there. And within iChat, you could just click a button, just click a button and it would just open up a video call inside of iChat to the other person. Oh, wow. Right. Not, you know, not a big deal. And. I was going to video chat someone. They're like, do you have Skype? And I was like, no. I'm like, all right, download it. And then we'll video chat. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, why wouldn't we just use the app? We're already on. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. I don't get it either. Hmm. Hey, remember Skype? <laughs> Man, how did they lose that foothold? I have no idea. Like, that is it. Oh, that, that is like one of those words. I think we talked about it once upon a time. Uh, like, like how Google could potentially lose being like what is what is genericized yeah like it, where it, it is now just the word for an internet search <clears throat> uh i feel like this was the equivalent like to to web call somebody to to be able to facetime with somebody yeah was to skype somebody and they had like they were like the name yeah, that's what you called it like, yeah. hey, like you want to skype and that's like what you did which i never really did and i was not like my, a big skyper I don't, yeah i've probably done it like maybe less than six times well i didn't really use it that much because i could just i was already talking to the people in i chat right yeah <laughs> and exactly. if i wanted to video i would just do it that way i understand why people i don't i don't, it, that never made sense to me that like th- this is the same thing with snapchat that's like you can already text them what is the why do you need a different like if you have like WhatsApp or something where it's like international and you're getting around some sort of like service fee uh-huh. or something? I can see that. I know people do international WhatsApps and that has like a utility to it, but I don't know why otherwise you would just chat inside of a different platform when you have the existing one. <laughs> I don't know how to describe this, but I do feel like there have been occasions where I have felt like like more witty or like personable inside of certain avenues of communication than others. Like it's almost like text message. This is like, okay, we need to like coordinate something. This is like, what, what time are you going to be there? Okay, I'll be there. Now. Right, like texting like, is just for official anything? business. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, but I can be whimsical over here. Like I can be fun. Right. This maybe, is, maybe this is the difference. It's like you're in this app. The point of being in here is to chat. Maybe that's the difference. It's yeah. like having a buddy list open again. Now I'm like, I'm like for the first time in my whole life, I feel like I'm like, maybe I should try Snapchat. <laughs> See what all the fuzz See, is what, about. What's the fuss about? I, I remember the first time I got on Snapchat, like, yeah, because I thought that. I was like, I'll just see. Maybe maybe you just have to do it to know. And I immediately, just like, you know, I think you could hit, like, import contacts, and I did it. And I immediately got, I remember getting, like, four messages from people that, like, I had, you know, would barely even call acquaintances. And I was just like, what's going on here? Like, I don't, like. Is what? it like a manual, like, like <clears throat> feed from Facebook where it's like, it's like, <clears throat> You have to choose to send it to everybody, but like you're optionally choosing to do that. I, that is, I think, exactly what was happening is that my lack of understanding about the app is that Snapchat was almost like paving like the way for stories or something. Okay. It was like, here's what I'm doing. Let me just post. 
I think that's basically maybe one way people were using Snapchat was like as stories before it was part of like Instagram and Facebook and every other platform. Sure. Which is like you could just walk someone's Snapchat story throughout the day. Okay. And I could see that. Yeah. I could see and that. And I can, I can see that as an appeal. I don't understand just the actual just messaging when you could just be texting. I don't like whatever. Unless you just really are a fan of the 24 hour expiration thing. And I can see like that. Like even stories now expire in 24 hours. But yeah. I remember. Yeah. Like thinking like logging on and not maybe understanding understanding that aspect of it and just being like now why did these four people message me and it's like nothing it's like i don't know we're like, gonna why sound am I like updating we are everything 109 years old <laughs> goodness gracious oh i feel like we're at that point we're at that point we're it, there it, it seems like if we don't leave now we're just gonna be it's just gonna get it's worse getting it's gonna worse. descend into madness guys yeah. thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the pop if you have any feedback for us if you want to explain to us how snapchat works uh you can send any feedback over to popcornculturepod at gmail.com we're also on twitter uh and reddit or if you would like to follow just jay and i we finally created an instagram for Carlin Brothers, which is just at Carlin Brothers. Yeah, we've been posting a lot more stuff there recently. So if you want to go give that a follow, it's a good time. It's a good time. It's a good way to get like sort of like that behind the scenes look into like the the inner workings of the office. Yes. Yeah. So that's it's a lot of fun over there. But otherwise, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash popcorn culture. Otherwise, until next time, pop pop. pop.